this podcast may contain spoilers for whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to viewers and audience. I know I am Scoots Bronson. And I am S. Foster. That's right. And you are tuned into the Viewers Anonymous podcast where we give our takes and reviews of movies and television. That was all right. What's up with you, brother? <laughs> man. <laughs> hey, you still cannot find the intro I'm, you want, I, man. I'm working on it, man. I'm really working on it. I really am. I feel you. I feel you, man. But honestly, man, uh, you know, just trying to get rid of this this black cloud, man, that's following me, man. But, you yeah. know, but uh, other than that, though, man, I'm good, man. I'm excited. Well, no, let me rephrase that. It's not that I'm excited about the weekend. I just need these two days off, even though I got a pretty busy day uh, mm-hmm. tomorrow. Um, rest in peace to my um, my uncle, my cousin, um, father passed away. So I got a funeral to that, attend. Um, appreciate that. I got a funeral to attend tomorrow. But uh other than that, though, man, everything is slow motion, man. But how about you, man? How you feeling? Man, um, everything is good, man. Uh, today's my daughter's birthday, so happy birthday to my daughter. Happy um, birthday. Appreciate that. And then uh, outside of that, man, everything is great. I'm actually geeked right now because uh, we got a, a draft next Sunday, a fantasy oh. draft next Sunday. And, um, you know what I'm saying, I've been talking – we've been talking trash in the, in the group chat all day. Cause everybody finally paid their fees and everything else. So you know what I'm saying? We if you win, you get 125 and you get a championship ring, and then the last place get a golden toilet trophy that says fantasy football loser. So this year, <laughs> yeah. Like this year, we we really went in and, and made sure, you know what I'm saying, we do the thing. And the dope part about it is the ring is customized. So you know what I'm saying? You we're gonna get them custom made and all that shit. So if you win, you get your own custom ring. And then, um, man, these these suckers don't know, bro. I went and made me a draft shirt. Oh, so I got man. I got my fantasy team logo and team name on it. We got our own like fantasy league logo, and then, you know what I'm saying. I got Scoots and my number fourteen on the back too, so they don't know that part. They just seen the front of it. So yeah, I'm going to show out on these suckers, bro. Man, I feel you, man. Uh, you know, I was <laughs> able to. Uh, the funny thing about it is, I've only really played fantasy football. Three times. Really? And every time I've won. Damn. That's not a good thing because we're supposed to be doing a draft. I mean, a league, right? Yeah, yeah. We're doing, we're doing a, a 4 3 league, man. So hopefully I can keep it rolling, man. Um, and then the don't. first time, I mean, I know you don't, but I mean, <laughs> I do. Uh, the, no, the first time, dude, I didn't know. Like, this was, I mean, I was in college. And I didn't know how to do I didn't, and I missed the draft. So they did the auto draft. You went with an auto draft? No, 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 no. Let me let me finish. So I let them they auto draft me, right? Yeah. So me being the person I am, it's a few names on the list. I don't really know them. Mm-hmm. This little stuff. So I'm free agency like a motherfucker. Oh, okay. I'm, okay. I'm dropping people here and there. I'm picking up these people. People looking at it like why he pick him up mm-hmm. and then like everybody just ended up having like a phenomenal year because I'm that guy man like I do okay I get one little tip I shouldn't get this tip you know what I'm saying because I know you're good at this shit too mm-hmm. but like it didn't really benefit me last year 
I ended yeah. up dropping them. But I'm the guy to do shit like one move that I did, I kept them for probably about, about maybe four, maybe five weeks, and I ended up dropping them. Mm-hmm. I look at shit like when Aaron Rodgers was like, y'all want Randall Cobb. Oh yeah, and I know everybody's like, "Oh man, Randall Cobb done. He's this, he's yeah, that." Not with Aaron I, said, Rodgers, I said, "Yeah, I was like, hey, him." Yeah, and, I was like, they they had a connection, so he was easy to get because nobody nobody picked up Randall Cobb. So I was like, mm-hmm. "Scoop him up." I was like, "You hey, you got a spot on my roster." I look at yeah. shit like that. You know yeah. what I mean? And like I said, it didn't benefit me, but yeah, I look at though. yeah, you know what I'm saying. I, I look like deep into stuff like that, man. Like. I, even even a guy like Randall Cobb, even though a lot of people would think that he had like a quote unquote great career, mm-hmm. but the way I looked at it was when I seen him coming out of Kentucky, I was like, yo, I thought he was going to be a higher pick. I'm like, yo, this dude was a quarterback. This dude played running back. He played receiver. He was mm-hmm. returning kicks and punts. Like, just grab him and just do something with him. I was mm-hmm. like, I wanted the 49ers to pick him up. I was like, this dude was. Kentucky's everything. Like mm-hmm. you get a guy like that on your on your squad, like you know what I mean. He's versatile. I mean, look at a guy like Debo. Even though Debo didn't really play running back at, at Carolina, but right. Debo did a lot for Carolina. So like, I'm that guy. Like I I like people like that. Like when Tyron Matthew, people was like, we don't know what to do with him. He's he's like a hybrid safety, but he's not really a great corner. Like we don't know mm-hmm. what to do with him. Man, grab him and figure it out. Yeah, cause you can do, you can pretty much do anything. Uh, a sneak pick that I picked up last year that nobody was even looking at was Taylor Heineke. Yeah, with Tyler, I got him, Tyler Heineke. Yeah, I got him. I think like in the middle of the season. Yeah, uh, I forgot who I had, but he ended up getting injured. But I ended up getting him, and I start the week I started him was the week he that one week where he went off. Yeah. And and I ended up I ended up getting a win. The crazy part was I started this season at the bottom of the league and I ended up in fifth place. Man, I started yeah, so I, I started on a, I started on I think I had an eight win. I think I I started at eight no. Mm-hmm. Before I thought it was either seven and or eight no, and then I ended up losing the game. And I only and I only lost two games. Okay. okay. Last year. But I also <laughs> just happened to have, you know what I'm saying, really the two-headed monster. It started out as a three-headed, four-headed monster, really, because yeah. at the beginning of the season, Kyler Murray was punishing people. Then once you got towards the end of the mm-hmm. season, he didn't yeah, do he, shit. One, one game, he off. gave me negative points one game. Yeah, I know, because somebody in our league had him too, and they ended up letting him go. So I, I definitely remember that. Man, I was I like, God, that. but man, but I mean, I don't think nobody seen that Cooper Cup season coming though. Like no. that was a I mean, I had I was guaranteed 30 points. <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you how crazy it is. My little cousin, he won the league last year. This nigga had Cooper Cup all year long, too. Oh yeah, I had him all year long. Yeah, only so week he didn't start was the bye week. Yep, <laughs> that was it. Yep. <laughs> that was it. Like I was guaranteed thirty, and I was pretty much guaranteed twenty five with Debo last year. Yeah, so I'm I'm on it this year, man. I got to get my ring. Plus, you know, so my little cousin he ordered his his coming in. I think like next week or something. He think he think then nobody pay attention, but they say it take two to three weeks to get there. Mm-hmm. So it's been about two weeks already. So I think you're gonna try to wear it to the draft. 
Oh, uh, so you we're doing, we doing the thing at BW3s uh, or Buffalo Wild Wings for those who don't know what BW3s is. Um, they got the little thing where you can do the draft parties. So, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? We're going to do that. And we're going to go down to Cincinnati and have a little blast, man. That's what's up, man. Sounds like fun, man. Sounds like fun. For sure, bro. So, while we're doing this, man, let's go ahead and get into this what we're watching, bro. Let's do it. Give me one minute. Right. Yep. What we watching? What we watching? I had the right one that time. I messed it up earlier. I I I, I got to change the way they look on the thing because they look similar. But uh, yeah. what, you, <laughs> what you got this week, man? Oh man, what I got this week. Uh, I just, I've I've heard about it uh, because there was a podcast that was all over the news last week. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I wasn't interested in the story, but like this news just really, I think, drew a lot of eyes. Yeah. And what I'm talking about, the first thing I'm talking about is the Drink Champs interview with Irv Gotti and Ja Rule. <laughs> Everybody was talking about it. And, and I'm like, and it was like the best promotional thing that you can have when you got, you know what I'm saying, your own doc coming out. And what I'm mm-hmm. talking about is the Murder, Inc. story on BET. Um, you know, Irv Gotti's talking about, you know, his start in the music. Um, I love the fact that he gave all of the all of the glory to his father. He said when he really, really started taking like music serious is when his father lost his job. Oh, and that's when they thought that they were gonna you know, lose everything because Irv is the youngest of was it was it seven or eight? Eight. He's the youngest of eight. And he was like, yo, we stayed in a uh I think a three bedroom house with one bathroom. He was like his dad worked like three jobs and you know, his dad ended up losing his job. So I like how he gave that credit to to him. Um, but it's I still got one more episode to go, but you know, they get into like I said, his early start, you know, as a DJ, um, you know, how he got involved with Jay Z. Well, jazz first, and then that's when he met Jay Z, like, yo, this dude is gonna be the star. So he was working with Jay Z. He was the one who uh which I didn't know this. He was the one who did the um the uh Don't Stop the Hustle song. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. You and, know, Irv, Irv and um it was Irv and Diddy. You know, they was working with Hove all on Reasonable Doubt. Yeah, that's what he was saying. Yeah. And so uh then I didn't know how monumental he was. Like he turned down um Def Jam. At first, because mm-hmm. he said, "Yo, I'll come to Def Jam if y'all let me get DMX." They were like, "We don't want DMX." And he was like, "Well, I'm not coming." So they really, really wanted Irv because he had a great relationship with Jay Z. Mm-hmm. So they talked. Uh, what's the name? He's on there. Um, oh man, what's my man's name? Leroy Cohen. Oh yeah. He go, he was like, I go to Yonkers. Speak to DMX. He was like, sign them on the spot. So 
there's a lot of back and forth between Lior and um and Irv that's really, really cool, man, that you can see on the dot. Um, and then like the whole thing of wanting to do the group, the super group with mm-hmm. Ja Rule, Jay Z, DMX, and even Jay's on there. He's talking like, yo, that we have was a lot that of the, that was the firm, wasn't it? No, 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 no. The firm was that's uh that's what's the name? That's Nas. Nice. And yeah, what am I thinking? I'm, no, um, uh, my God, what is that group called? No, well, they didn't have a name, but they was on front no, of the. They source. had a name. They didn't name it, but they had a name. It was a name. But they, they, I heard about this story before. Yeah, they, Jay was like, "Yo, it was a lot of egos at the time, and you know, and it, and then it kind of fell apart because you know DMX, you know, he did the Rough Riders thing. Jay Z was on Rockefeller, and then he mm-hmm. wanted to start his Murder Inc. So he was like, it was just you know stuff all over the place. But mm-hmm. man, it's, it's a lot of information in there. Um, they just really just started in the second the second episode towards the end. They really started getting into the whole Ashanti stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but they really didn't get into the Ashanti <clears throat> stuff that they talked about on the Drink Champs interview. Like that right. stuff is to come. I saw that in the you know to come stuff. Okay. So it's it's a really good dot, man. If y'all are music heads out there and didn't realize how much, I'll say this and I'm gonna stop. Jay's dot Jay Z, Ja Rule don't get enough credit for changing the game. That's a fact. Ja Rule was really like that first. Well, okay, let me rephrase that. He was the one that took it to the next level, which is kind of crazy saying taking it to the next level when for a lot of people that don't know, the first rap song ever to win a Grammy is Method Man, Mary J. Blige, You're All I Need to Get By. So that was the beginning of a rapper and an R&B singer. But Ja Rule took it to a fucking... I thought, nah, Will Smith. Will Smith don't count. What? <laughs> who did we, hold on? Who did Will Smith do a song with? He did. Uh, was it? I think he wanted for like parents just don't understand or something like that. What no R and B chicken? Oh, you no. said rap R and B collab. Yeah, yeah. Okay, never mind, never mind, never mind. Yeah, yeah, I, you yeah, said yeah. rap song. That's why I was saying. I'm like, I thought it was Will Smith. Well, yeah, like th- they never won the. Um, no, I don't think. I don't think Will won. Like the, I think what made that Grammy different because I think they won best song. Like a rap song never won like like record of the year or some shit like okay, that. Okay, okay. I think it was. I think I think that actually won like record of the year like over okay. like. So, but Jai took it to a completely another level. Yes, sir. like like I mean, collabing with Little Mo and. Mm-hmm. And you know, obviously Ashanti and and Christina Milian and all that type stuff. J Lo, like he took it to that next level. And a lot of people tried to say, like at the time, because it was a lot of grimy stuff out. Oh man, this soft music and all this other stuff like that. But it completely changed it to the point where everybody was like, "Hey, but this is a nice little formula he got going on Let over me here." Tell you something, niggas. If niggas thought Ja Rule was soft at any cost. They they never listen to a Ja Rule album. Ja Rule is one hundred percent a super thug. Matter of fact, the crazy part is is that Ja Rule was like the was supposed to be like the the younger version of DMX when he came. Yeah. Out. 
Yeah, and 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 people spoke about that because he said Irv said that DMX called him say like, Jaru mm-hmm. stole my style. Yeah, and I yeah. think it was just because they they did rap similar, and the reason and he said the song they did was Holla Holla. He said mm-hmm. that DMX called him after Holla Holla and said that he sounded like me. He stole my style. No, that shit stuff. sound like a Rough Rider song. That shit sound like Swiss Beats. It does. That shit. It really does. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> But uh, yeah, y'all, man. If y'all really a music head, man, and, and I love documentaries like this, man. This is mm-hmm. this is great, man. Seeing all this old footage. So go to BET and check out, man, the Murder Inc. story. I still got one episode to go, but that Drink Champs episode really. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I gotta watch this. Yeah, so what you sure. got this week, man? So man, um, for me, what I have is um. A, a very special joint for me, man. It's a part of the uh, Marvel Universe. You know what I'm saying? They've been pretty much hyping up and piping up on the shows. And the first episode came out yesterday, man. I'm talking about She-Hulk. This show is amazing. First episode was great. It basically kind of just gives you the origin of how she got her powers, even though it's not really how she got her powers. But through the Marvel Universe, this is how she gets her powers. And, um, you know what I'm saying, she's the cousin of Bruce Banner, she's a lawyer, and now it's basically they're going to show you how she becomes a lawyer for, you know what I'm saying, like superheroes, villains, and all that. But also how she's going to basically start becoming a hero. So, you know what I'm saying, for y'all that don't know, She-Hulk is, you know what I'm saying, the female version of Hulk, of course. And you know what I'm saying? She she do her thing, man. I am a super, super big fan of the Hulk. That's my favorite character of all time. Um, so, you know what I'm saying? Anything that they deal with the Hulk, I'm hype about it. I hate the way that they did my nigga in, in uh, the Avengers joints, but uh, hopefully he's going to get his get back soon enough. And um, hopefully they they do the Planet Hulk movie or they do World Breaker Hulk or something like that. I've been I've been praying that they do World Breaker Hulk. I'm just being honest with you. I just want I want to see them CGI him picking up a mountain, and I'll be good for me. as long as he do that. Marvel got me, so yeah, man. I got uh, She Hulk from Disney Plus. Check it out. Come out every Thursday. First episode is already out. Y'all go check that out, man. Um, so that's all I got, brother man. That's what's up, man. So um, let's get into the feature presentation, bro. Let's do it, man. All right, so this movie came out in 1992. Um, it's starring Eddie Murphy, and um, it is one of the classics. And for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, man, we're talking about Boomerang. This movie is, to me, one of the, probably one of his top five movies. You could easily probably say top three. Um, all-star cast it's about um, a young um, corporate guy who basically is falling in love with a young lady and he's trying to navigate his life through corporate and also navigate his life in relationships. And he's just basically trying to figure it all out. And this is basically like the best black rom-com to ever be created to me. I, I hear you. But I would have to not 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 disagree. I I just have to add more on to it because I think that there was a message that was 
lost in this movie because I think that the acting is so good, the cast is so good, and the plot is so good. I think that you kind of miss like there's a there's a little there's a little point in there that's missed. And for number one, you know what I'm saying, this movie is called Boomerang, right? You know what I'm saying? And it's basically, you know, what a boomerang does, that motherfucker go and then they come back at you. What goes around comes around, man. And it's like they really they really change the roles, really. Mm-hmm. It's like because he is this highly confident bachelor guy. He gets yep. all the women to the point where he gets really, really picky and he just really, he don't want to settle down, right? Right. But what ends up happening is he runs into, you know what I'm saying, this one woman who really kind of, you know, swept him off of his feet, you know what I'm saying, by the name of Jacqueline. And she was like, they they rolled it, they, they switched it to the point where Jacqueline was like the man in the relationship. Mm-hmm. And he was, he turned it to the female to the point where, you know, he's calling hospitals, calling airports and all this type of shit because she didn't call. And, you know, right. and it, it, it's like, it was, it, it was that quick. And it's showing you, I think that the message that they were trying to show you, like within all this stuff being this funny, is they're showing you this is what women go through, but we're showing it to you in a man's point of view. Like we, we mm-hmm. showed you, like we gave you the he's a player, he's a bachelor, all the women love him and all this stuff like that. But then when the roles got switched on him, and now he's the insecure person. I think that's one of the things that's lost in this film is the fact that I, I think Eddie Murphy was dope for doing that because especially at that time, you know, in, in 92, it's like, especially like, I'm, I'm going to tell you something, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, I always usually give a, you know, a little personal stuff. It ain't really a story yeah. or anything, but it's just, I could never, still to this day, like that scene where when he was walking and he first saw Jacqueline, you know, the staring at the uh the magazine. Mm-hmm. He was like, Yo, I had to come over here and talk to you. Yeah. That is one hundred and eighty degrees away from me. I've never in my life stepped to a woman. I've never had the confidence to step up to the woman that I felt was the baddest person in the room. Mm-hmm. I've never had the confidence to go to a woman and just start speaking like that. Are you serious? I am dead serious. Oh my goodness. Brother man, brother man, brother man. Brother I am, man. I am brother. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I am the king of the corny pickup lines. <laughs> I am the king of corny pickup lines. You hear me? Because I'm I done I don't came up with some stuff, bro, on the spot. Just if when I see one, I oh yeah, that, that's the one. I got to go make a movie. Well, I think that he felt that he I don't think he thought that line was corny. I think no, I'm talking was, about me. That's what I used to use. Oh. When I used to approach, I used to use corny pickup lines. I still do to this day. Oh no, like not not, not me. Like like the the one thing, like you so you remember when we was talking, I can't remember which episode it was, but I was like, yo, like I was like extremely shy, like growing up, extremely shy. Like I really didn't come out of my shell really until I was like in seventh grade. Like yeah, like, like really playing sports is what really kind of got me 
you know what I'm saying, more comfortable with like the whole shit, right? Mm-hmm. And like even with that, there still was like even though like the confidence level got higher, but it, it got higher from being so low. Yeah. That, like I was kind of in the middle. So it was still kind of like, yeah, like like I know like that I could get girls, but it's kind of like I could look at some girls and be like, oh shit, she might be out of my league. I ain't even know. You know what I mean? Like I was like I was like that, and it's like this dude. He was like a real life shy guy. Like, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Wow, definitely. Wow. But even in crazy, high school, in high school, like I said, like okay, right. So let's say, like one is extremely shy. Right. Ten is you know what I'm saying. I like I was at. A zero, like then I hit like seventh grade. I was probably like, all right, so I probably creeped up to about a three. Okay. And so then, like going into high school, I probably got to about like a six. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, Bro, like, are you? Yeah, saying, like first and foremost, you had all the tools in high school. I did. You was, you was I did. tall, yes. athletic. You yes. was on the football team. I was. And you played basketball. Yes, and track. <laughs> Bro, listen. Let me tell you something. I did. I did none of that in high school. Okay, I did none of that. I was not tall. <laughs> I was. I was athletic. I was very athletic, but I, I played no sports, bro. I was on the quiz team, bro. Yo, I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you. Like, I was. I was the dude. Like, I played off of. Like, look. So you remember the conversation we was having yesterday off air? Me, you, and, and Jamar. Yeah, and like, like that was the like that was the shit that really, like, if if it was a situation where I was like with my dudes and like, oh, you was you know wingman, what I mean? you was a wingman and you a shot guy. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. Ooh, that, that's a hell of a combination, bro. And then and then like even like it's it's so weird, man. Because it, and yeah, I promise we're gonna get back to it. But like it's it's so weird because it's like it's one of those things where it's like I know for a fact I'm not a bad looking guy because I even though it's my own opinions I can look in the yeah. mirror and be like yo I seen it ugly I'm not that it's right. just like I don't know it's like it's like weird and it's not like a it's it's kind of like it's a rejection thing but then it's also mm-hmm. like a confidence thing at the same time yeah. but it's like but my thing always been. And like how you know what I'm saying I went on you know what I'm saying an insane run mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying before I met some, like, met my ex wife and all that type of shit was yeah. what it was like if 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 a if a girl gave me that end mm-hmm. oh it was over after that see I just needed the end right like if you if you gave me like that look you know you know mm-hmm. the one mm-hmm. it's like, oh yeah she fucks with me. oh yeah it's over sure. now. For sure. It's like what that's see, that, that was, that's that eye contact, then eye contact, then look away, then eye contact, then look away. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, what you're about. yeah. exactly. That's when I would like if okay. I didn't get that, I would I wouldn't even try. But like if I if I got that's the look, and it's like, and I know I got the end, or if I get the hey, like hey, what's the name? What's the name? Like you? Like who? Yeah, for real. Oh, that's interesting. That's all I needed. Like that's all I needed. <laughs> after that, like after I knew. Like after I got the confirmation, like that's yeah. that's who I was. But then I also was the guy that was like, if it was like the girl that everybody considered the baddest girl in school, 
Mm-hmm. I was always the one I will ignore her ass. Like mm, intentionally, good right? Good move. Good move. So then she like, oh, so everybody drooling over me except him. Yeah, good move. Good move. Oh yeah. She had to figure out why. Like of why? why like why you of why course. you and everybody's all over me except you? Like why you hey want? listen, you got to play to that ego, man. You got to oh, play yeah. to that ego. Definitely. So I could definitely not be Marcus. I'm more like Tyler. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I love Tyler character. But yeah. um but nah, this movie, man, it's 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 so it's so refreshing, man. Like to because I think that dudes don't like to admit that they do that type shit over women. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think what Eddie was doing with that, like he he showed you the confidence, he showed you how he was the man. You know what I'm saying? They set it up. You know him running, you know running through the uh, not running, but walking no, through the. Running. Uh, I'm talking about when he when he first when he first walked into the building. Oh yeah, yeah. When he first walked into the building, he ran he ran into my guy. Um, what's my guy name? Yeah, T, uh, Boney. Boney T. T. Chris yeah. Brown. And so he goes to his assistant. Yo, I need you to send. You know what I'm saying? One rose to Shannon, Tiffany, Ashley, mm-hmm. Amber. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it's, it's setting it up. Like, oh yeah, he the man. Yeah, like like he the man, but no, the all time funny yo, and and this is this is like when you said you got the all time corniest lines, mm-hmm. like now all I can see is that scene where when he went up to the uh, the couple like I give you twenty dollars for that leash, <laughs> Kirby, that's me, hey, that's me, <laughs> that that, that so is one hundred percent me, bro. Like that's the, the theatrics, all that. That's all me. That's what I do, yo. You want to talk about one of the all-time lines acting like you got a dog? No, nah. <laughs> no, you ain't you, got a dog. I'm gonna tell you what the I'm gonna tell you what the greatest pickup line I ever used is, and this works every time. I don't know how, but it works every time. It's two of them, actually. The first one is, "What do you call a black dog that jumps in blue water?" Oh hell, what? Wet. <laughs> <laughs> And then look, <laughs> and then and then the other one is, what do you call a jungle cat who always wins in poker? You know what? A cheetah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, I'll tell you, never fails, bro. Never fails. That's two two great icebreakers. Hey, two buddy. great, like if. I'm I'm telling every every dude that's watching this or listening to this, if your girl get mad at you and you just need to, you know what I'm saying, you want to talk to her, you just want to, you know what I'm saying, get rid of all the animosity, tell her one of them too. I guarantee you it'll definitely work. All that, all that anger, them shoulders gonna come down, them brows gonna rise up every time. Hey, never fails. Never fails. Yeah. But yeah, this this was this was one of those joints though, man. Like what I what I dug about it was um the vision that Eddie and them had, you know what I'm saying, showing you first off his group of friends, you know what I'm saying? You had the confident one, you had the overconfident one, and then you had the underconfident one. So he showed you all different types, you know what I'm saying, all the different types of men. You know what I'm saying? Gerard was super underconfident, you know what I mean? He 
he was confident enough to talk to women. He was still like the shy guy type. And then you had Tyler who was like, you know what I'm saying? He he was shy, but amongst the dudes, he was just like the over, you know what I'm saying? The over aggressive dude, the super alpha dude type. You know what I'm saying? Like he was always like, yo, man, you gotta, you know, you gotta you gotta know how to do this. You gotta he wanted them. And then you had Eddie who was just like he was, you know what I'm saying? He was confident. He wasn't too confident, wasn't underconfident. He was just he knew, you know what I'm saying, he was that type of guy. And you know what I'm saying? He had everything in order. And then on the on the other aspect is you had all of the different women that he was involved with that kind of showed you all those different type of you know what I'm saying? On one on one end of the spectrum, you had the ones that showed his insecurities. You know what I'm saying? And then on the other end, you had the ones that showed his other insecurities, the ones that he's not necessarily like in sync with. You know what I'm saying? The ones that he was getting over with, you know what I mean? He was able to do that with them, you know what I'm saying? And, and send them roses and all that other stuff. But then you had, you know, basically his equal which, you know what I'm saying, Jackie, uh, Jacqueline was, and he didn't know how to deal with that. He didn't know how to deal with somebody who was on his level. And even with, like, Lady Eloise, you know what I'm saying, even though it was a small little stint, like, he still didn't even know how to really deal with her. He thought he did in the boardroom, but then in the bedroom, it was a totally different situation. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, I really dug how they, you know what I'm saying, took that aspect and, and brought that around. And that's why I say this might be one of the best, black rom-coms to ever be made because it's so many different layers to this movie it's not just you know what i'm saying dude falls in love you know what i'm saying goes through heartbreak falls in love again gets his girl back in the like i mean like it's really a whole thing to this like we really see him going through a, a whole battle of emotions and the battle itself trying to basically win this girl over you know what i'm saying and yeah. what he ends up doing is actually finding something better he definitely did that, um, but I made a mistake earlier. I'm yeah, I'm more of the Gerard character. Like if yeah. like out of the three guys, I'm more closer to like a Gerard. Yeah. Um, like even the situation, how he handled it with Angela. Like mm-hmm. you know, he was like, I like her, but I don't really know if she like me. So I'm yeah. gonna play the friend card. Like, oh, we we, yeah. we friends, man. We just friends. Like I told her she could do whatever she wanna do. She <laughs> wanna have sex with other people, she can, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm doing my thing when he really wasn't. Like Gerard wasn't doing shit. Like he wanted her. You doing but he show. just Yeah, like he just didn't know like how to do it. And mm-hmm. like you said, it, it was it was the confidence level. Like he didn't have that same confidence level of right. somebody like Marcus. So and he didn't really know how to even really communicate with Angela. Like Angela mm-hmm. was really always doing like all the talking, even when he introduced him. Mm-hmm. Like she was like, "Hey, I'm Angela." And, you know, he just kind of like scratched his neck. Like he he couldn't even he couldn't even say anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, but even okay, I gotta get it. I gotta say this. I think you're gonna kill me for this. I think you're gonna kill me for this. Now, when I say this. Don't overreact in the beginning because you got to let me finish. Okay. Robin Givens, mm-hmm. right? She's mid to me. All right. I, I, there, there are certain scenes where you can look at them and be like, yo, she finds out. But then his son is like, no, oh, she is so mid to me. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I, 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 I never 
got it. Like, now she's a great actress, but I never got like like this this whole thing of like like some people was considering Robin Givens like one of the like sexiest, especially after this movie came out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? One of the like sexiest women in Hollywood. I was like, I, I don't I don't see it, especially when you alongside um the goat Holly Berry like the goat. It's just like that that made it worse, really. But you know what I'm saying? But I don't know, man. I I, I thought I thought you were gonna kill me for that take, but I, I I'm, just I'm be honest with you, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're okay, not wrong okay. And All I'll right. tell you why. I'll tell you why, right? Because I think that over time we've confused like sexy with like attractiveness. Yeah. And and sexy is not necessary. Well, I mean, it, it's a attractiveness, of course, but it's not like when we say like a woman is fine. Like you could be fine but not be sexy, and then you could be sexy but not be fine. Yes, if that make any sense, right? Yeah. So like, sexy is like an aura. You know what I'm saying? Like in this movie, she was sexy. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like she was sexy. Like to me, like Robin Givens is beautiful, but she ain't like fine. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like. In um in the thin line like Lynn Whitfield, she's beautiful, but she ain't like fine. You know what I'm saying? I mean, she yeah, that, I'm saying that right. Like she's beautiful, but she ain't like fine though. You know what I'm saying? Like the older she got, the more fine she got. If that uh, makes sense. I mean, look, I hear you. I see. I I hear what you're saying. Um. But yeah, I never got the language. But but they but they but with Robin Givens though, like Robin Givens had like a sex appeal to her. You know what I'm saying? She, like she definitely did. But the yeah, way her character carried herself in this exactly show. that's and that's what I'm trying to say. Like it's that's what I'm saying. It's an aura. It's not really like a look. You know what I'm saying? It's more so of an aura. Like it's things you can do to make you be sexy. Oh, you know what I'm but, saying? But, yeah, her character. Yeah. Oh, I fuck with her character. Oh, for sure. Like now, she probably I will was say my this, favorite character in this movie. I will say this though: Robin Givens should have just been named Robin Givens because that seems like she just played herself in this movie. She she definitely did. She did play herself. <laughs> I'm not it seems like she played herself in this movie. But like, for instance, right? Like, how can I put this? Right? Like Rihanna, right? When. Rihanna first came out like she wasn't sexy. She was fine, but she wasn't sexy. And when she did that, like when she started doing like that bad girl Riri, that's when she got sexy. Yeah, like on that on the cover of the unapologetic. Yeah, come on, man. Might be one of the best album covers. Come on, man. For instance, right? For instance, like Paula Patton. Paula Patton is fine, but Paula Patton ain't sexy though. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. True, like Tika Sumter, she can she can be sexy in times, but she ain't like sexy. She fine though, but she ain't like sexy. So it's like it's a it's to me it's more so an aura than it is a look. Yeah, if that made and, any sense. Yeah, and and I think that because <clears throat> see what I really dug about her character was like especially like when it, when they first you know had dinner. And like, so they sitting there having dinner and she's like, he's talking to her and she doesn't seem interested. Mm -hmm. And she's like, look, I got a lot on my mind. You know, 
Nick game about to start. Do you mind if we eat dinner in there? And what was so great about that? What was so great was he was looking for a romantic dinner and she's sitting here watching the game and you see the disappointment on his face. Hey. He is sitting here pouting like the biggest mm. child. Like he might as well have his thumb in his mouth. He was mm. like, yo, I'm gonna go fix a, fix a cappuccino. You want one? She's like, nah, I'm good. She's like, hey, you bring me a beer when you get back. He like mm. She kicked back. She kicked back with her feet up and all. He was so sorry, bro. He turned into a full sucker. Man, he definitely turned into he a turned sucker. He turned into a full sucker in that moment, bro. Like, first and foremost, if if we ever in a situation like that and she say, hey, can you turn the game on? Oh, my goodness. What? Be like, man, that's what I was on? thinking about. You want some wings? You, I mean, what, <laughs> what are we doing here? You know what I'm Marry me now. What are we doing? Why are we even waiting? Because this is it. Like, yeah, she was she was definitely out of his like if the term out of your league was a person, it was definitely Jacqueline. Yeah. And man, and the way because they didn't really the one thing that this movie was missing mm-hmm. was another sex scene with another female. And, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that in a perverted way, but what I mean is, <laughs> no, listen, Jacqueline completely dominated him in the sheets. I mean, to it, the it point where he was another sex scene with another woman in the movie. Yeah, but they didn't really <laughs> show, they didn't really, you know what I mean? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Marquez. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, no. The best said, part, the best part is when the butler laughed, bro. Oh my oh, god! No, no, no. no. The best part, <laughs> now, yes, the butler laughing the two yes. times is hilarious. Yes. But yes. there's two parts that's better. One is when she turned the lights out, and it's completely black screen. He said, mm-hmm. "Can you make it a little bit darker?" <laughs> and then. The next day was absolutely the best part ever. Yeah. She came up to him. She said, I don't have any panties. I'm not wearing any panties. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, he, 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 was, he was a soldier for that one, though. He was the hey. MVP because he made sure he did whatever it took to make sure that campaign stayed with him, bro. He definitely took one for the team. And then, and then when he said after that, Jacqueline started laughing at him. He said, look, it's a little hot in here. You don't feel that? <laughs> he said, look, just because she ain't got no drawers on don't mean I did something. Bruh. He totally gave it away. Like, he he could, he could not hide the fact that he For smashed sure. her. For sure, Like, he bro. couldn't hide it. But, but what this... I meant... Go ahead, go ahead. But what I meant was Especially the second time. The second mm-hmm. time they had sex, he his toes is curling up. He's telling her not to move. He's screaming and all this type of shit. Like he is completely what Mr. Jackson said when they was sitting at the table. It said, Marcus, I heard you was pussy whip. <laughs> <laughs> bro, RIP to John Witherspoon, bro. Oh my gosh. Yes, yes. yes. We we gonna get we're gonna get him in a second. But like, mm-hmm. 
he like she completely dominated him mm-hmm. to the point where <clears throat> he was done with all the other women. He he didn't think about nobody but Jacqueline. That's why the one scene where he was acting the way he was acting, like mm-hmm. well, that was after that. But so he smashed one time. He's coming over there, kissing all up on that work. You know what I'm saying? Saying when are you gonna be back? He said he's sitting there listening to the phone because she said she was gonna call. Because to put him in the in the, <laughs> she had to put him on the schedule. <laughs> and my man answered the phone, and 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 the assistant said, "Yo, the twelve. He started flipping. Man, that's in three weeks. <laughs> it's like she completely just and she told him, "I don't want to have sex with nobody I work with," because mm. she knew this was gonna happen. But that's what I meant by like we didn't get to see like, well, we can assume mm. he, you know, kind of. You know, manhandled these girls. Yeah, but Jacqueline manhandled him for sure, and it completely turned the whole script. But but what you was uh, about to say before I, we interrupted each other, man? I was just gonna ask you what was your favorite part of this movie? Favorite part of this movie? Oh man, that is a good question. That's a real good question. Cause I got mine. It might be it it might be the part where they was uh in the restaurant with Stranze. Oh no, never mind. I thought I, go ahead. Go and, ahead. <laughs> and and she's and, and when Jacqueline got up and went away, he's trying to talk to her into doing the thing and she's mm-hmm. like, When you go uh he was like, When you go give me this like no, so she was like, Oh man, I forgot how she said it. But, uh, she was like, <laughs> She was like, "We gonna give me some or whatever." And she's like, "We gonna get this pussy." Up. They're like, this "Pussy." He was like, "You're like shh." So that she was like, "But pussy." <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, "Yo, let me tell you, you got to be if you pussy whip to the point where a model trying to give you some, and she and you say, "I'm gay." Come on, my guy, Jacqueline. Yeah, look, that's dangerous. That's you don't crazy. need you don't need to be hitting that if if this girl gonna have you going around admitting to people that yeah, you gay. That's like, crazy. That, that something in there like toxic that's not right, and she need to get checked out the because you if you going around saying yeah, if you saying that you gay, come on. And then by the way she flipped out in that restaurant, mm-hmm. I know gay. My brother's gay. She's calling <laughs> out all the gay. <laughs> and nah, then. Bro. That was way too Oh, no, no, no. Wait a minute. Let me guess it. You seem like a Nelson guy to me. No, no. Nelson is hilarious. So, so Nelson ain't... ain't. See, I was thinking that maybe your, your part was when Nelson, you know what I'm saying, did the video. When no, he no, that's my, second, that's, my, that's my second favorite part. When they be in the office doing... Yeah, that's my second favorite part. Okay. My first, my first favorite part is when they be out to eat, bro, <laughs> and the niggas get the order and so, and the old girl bring the food. <laughs> she was like, "No, she was telling what was on the menu or whatever." And then she said, "Asparagus spear." That nigga Tyler said, "Yo, see what I'm talking about? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Why they gotta be asparagus spears, man?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, bro, 
that shit makes me laugh so much, bro, because my brother is just like that. Like, that's exactly, everything he do, bro, he analyzed, bro. He got racism involved in it, bro. That shit make me cry every time I see that scene, bro. Oh, that shit be so funny. He was like, why they got to be asparagus spears, man? That shit is funny as hell. That's my shit. But no, yeah, the, the, the office, when they in the office doing the video, bro, Man, he was so proud of himself. <laughs> he thought he was about to get an Oscar for that fucking commercial, bro. Hey, he said marvelous. Hey, <laughs> this one was a straight up pervert, but man, I'm trying to tell <laughs> you, bro. Even that first video, yo, you can't, mm-hmm. you cannot. Put in an ad, lipstick going up and down, and Come then on, the girl man. put lipstick in her mouth. Come on, man. Come on, dude. Like, what did you think? And then the banana? Yeah, wow. Yeah. Nelson is wilding, yo. Yeah, no, all time funny. He was oh. a homemade freak, bro. I tell you another one of my favorite parts. Yeah. When Strong J. Like when when the um when the, they were showing her the perfume, she was smelling it and she mm-hmm. she didn't like it and she was like, <laughs> I wanted to smell like you know, this I can't remember if she said pussy, mm-hmm. and so and he was like, what are you saying? So she took her damn panties off oh, and she yeah. rubbed them all in dude face. In face. He was so yeah. he was flabbergasted. <laughs> but that ain't the part what though. Said, what said, oh, <laughs> that ain't the part though. The part is when they came back. Yeah. And Jacqueline threw the panties to Eddie. I meant to uh to Marcus. Yeah. And then Marcus threw it back to Angela. <laughs> she jumped. <laughs> and then she threw it to Nelson. <laughs> hey boy, Nelson grabbed the bad boy. Hey, stuffed him real quick, boy. That he stuffed him real freak. quick, boy. Homemade freak, man. Something oh, wrong man. with Nelson, bro. That's a, and then the crazy part. Please tell me you saw this. Please tell me you thought Nelson looked a little bit like Rick James. Just a tad bit. He like a ball Rick James for sure. Okay, thank you. All He's right, a so, dude is a model in real life, ain't he? Uh, I'm not sure. His picture looked real nuts though. Like he might have been. Oh no, he's a dancer and a choreographer. Yeah, oh, that's, that's what it was. Snake was born in 1930. Damn, yo. Yo, that's crazy. Damn. So what, he was like 70? Nah. No, he was 60, around like so. 60. Because he, he died in 2014. He was 84 then. Damn. But uh yeah, that's wild. Um Man, that's crazy. So nah, I do I do I do love the part where uh and you could kind of tell it was gonna get wild mm-hmm. when Gerard kept saying, I'm sorry, hold on, real quick. Don't mean to cut okay. you off real quick. But this nigga was this nigga was in the original Annie. Get the fuck out of here. No bullshit, bro. The original Annie. Wow. The original Annie, bro. That's crazy. Go ahead though. That's real crazy. <laughs> um <clears throat> but you can kind of tell. By the way, Gerard kept saying, like, yo, like my parents, and all this like shit. Mm-hmm. So this is for a lot of people that don't know. Ice Cube 
took the story and completely ran with it. You know what I'm saying? With with you know the Mr. Jones and, mm-hmm. and uh Miss Pearly, like they mm-hmm. you know, they was a house party together, mm-hmm. they was in this together. So like it, it's it's like a running joke, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like you just gotta kind of be in this world to get it. But so they come in and he he uh he gives Marcus a hug and he was like, Okay, you gotta tell me. Where did you get the mushroom shirt? See, everybody see the mushroom shirt. He said, but you gotta you gotta coordinate. See, everybody see the shirt. He said, but you can't stop there. He was like, I would have stopped there. <laughs> he was like, no, you gotta go further. He showed the belt. Gerard, did you know your father had on a mushroom belt? And he was like, Yes. He was like, that ain't it though. He was like, What? You got more? And then he said, he said something about uh Mushroom something. He was like, oh, that's a great idea. He said, no. Then he opened up the coat. <laughs> Gerard, did you know your father had mushrooms on his Hey, man, that shit was so funny to me. I don't yeah. know why, because this is why it's funny to me. My dad think he is the best dressing person. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I already he, know. I know, bro. I know. My dad think he, and my dad is the guy, if he's like going, for, for number one, like he's a suit. And tie guy, like when he go okay. like out, out, he's a suit and tie guy, but he still wear the suits. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. From the early 2000s, mm-hmm. where the the pants like so wide, they don't oh, even make that got, shit. No he more. got the 2002 draft suits. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> that's yes. hilarious. He got he the Steve Harvey suits. Yes, he yeah, still wears Steve Harvey suits with that's the hat hilarious. match and everything. Yeah, that's hilarious. Dude. But he a G for that, though. He, he's a oh, real yeah. live G for that, because they I know everything match. <laughs> everything match. Everything. everything. And it's, and it's, it's pressed clean, all that. He got the, he got the Star- cologne my, on, my all dad, that. Yeah. My dad still buy starch, my guy. <laughs> and puts the, the, the crease in it and everything. Yeah. And so, but even back in the day, like when my dad used to go to the club <laughs> back in the day, Mm-hmm. Like my dad would wear cowboy boots and think he the shit. Oh, like yeah. the cowboy boots with the actual oh, yeah. star on them, with the yeah. with the with the, uh, with the, the jeans, with the jeans, all that. Like my shirt, dad shirt, the shirt is the shirt is open at the top. No, no. Well, no? back in the day, back in the seventies, in the eighties. Okay, I, like, I, I know he had pictures. a. I know he had a gold chain because my dad. Oh yeah, he got a gold yeah, chain. But my, sure. my dad, he used to have a Jerry curl back in the day. Oh you know man. But uh, but yeah, like so that's what makes it so funny for me, because it's like yo, like that's my dad. Like he mm-hmm. he is so proud of his outfits, mm-hmm. and he always talk about oh man, he's oh he sure just wish he could dress like me. I'm like mm-hmm. no, I don't like <laughs> I don't want to dress like you at all. But it yeah. was just it was just so funny because Gerard. Was so irritated, and I'm like, mm-hmm. "Yo, that's me!" Like, it makes me mad when my dad think he look good. And I'm like, "Dude, you do not look good." And then yeah. everybody pumping his head up, and then he makes it. Everybody else makes it worse. Tell yeah. like, "Man, <laughs> oh man, you sharp, man. I love them shoes. I'm like, yo, those shoes. Oh yeah, they, they all his friends because you said sharp. Man, listen, my man, look, my pop got the damn the 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 one shoes with the spike shits. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about Spurs? Is that what they call? On the back, on the heel? No, 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 no. The the shoes that look like it got a whole bunch of thorns in them. Like all the shoes on the tip of the toe? 
No, the whole shoe. Oh, like the slide-ons. They're not slide-ons. They're like, you they, remember like everybody started doing it like about like five years ago at the draft. It's like it's like these shoes that got like all these spikes sticking out of them. They like, spikes, they not dress shoes, they like casual shoes though. No, they dress they no, they dress shoes. Yeah. But like it got like all the little um uh, like pointy shit all the way through like the, the, shoe, little, like the it, little metal what's your name? Yeah, like all okay, like, I know through, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah all exactly throughout the shoe. Like my dad would put them on and think he the shit. Hey man. It's like you got to like, you got to let him live, man. I do, man. I do. I do. I hey, listen, with... my pop my pop do the same thing like but he don't he don't he don't do the the casual joints. He just like how I would dress. Well, he just like how I would dress if I was in the you know what I'm saying, if I was like a part of the trendy the trendy group. Yeah, I know. So what like you're yeah, he he just like that, but my thing is he be clean though. Don't get me wrong. He he always stay clean. Like he always got the right shoes. Everything match all that. My only beef with him is that he always wears sunglasses. See, my dad always wear a hat. Yeah. See, he be inside with the sunglasses on though. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's that be my only beef. Sometimes I be wanting to say something to him, but then I just let him live. I'm like, nah. I'm like, but he he do it all. He keep a keep a clean fade. Keep the waves. He keep an earring in, clean, glistening, but it just be when he got the sunglasses and then he do the toothpick, I'd be like, come on, man. <laughs> like, the 90s is over, baby. Just let it go. Let the toothpick and the sunglasses go, and I swear you got it. I swear you got it. That He cracked me up, bro. But he put those sunglasses on, bro. They do not come off. That is hilarious. <laughs> that is hilarious. Okay, so look, we got to get into the shit. So, mm-hmm. Marcus Angelo. Mm-hmm. And dry, so there's a little triangle thing there. But like I said earlier, is it really? I that's that's why I want to get into it with you because Jerai yeah. made it clear, like, yo, we friends, we hung out. I told her she could do whatever she wants, and then the one scene happened. The Star Trek is on. Mark started kissing on the forehead, then I started kissing. Then he asked a stupid ass question of why we kissing, mm-hmm. and was Marcus wrong? No. First, okay, okay, first and foremost, right? This is this is I feel like every dude should know this. This is man law. You gotta claim your territory. Okay. Like even even in like this is a this is a rule that goes back usually to high school. Like I don't know about y'all, right? So like when we used to our coming to age thing was going to the mall. So we would yeah. go to the mall, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, yeah, same cool. here. Cool. So you know then. So we would go to the mall. We would walk around the mall. We wouldn't buy shit for real, but like a fitted hat <laughs> yeah. or something. Or some shoes or something. You know what I'm saying? Like we really didn't. We ain't really have too much money to buy nothing. Enough yeah. to catch the bus there back, and then you might be able to buy something. You, know, you definitely going to get something to eat. But as far as like purchasing something, you might be able to get you a hat, right? So like around the time I started doing, or around the time I was going to the mall, Liz was a big thing. And then Liz, you can get, you know what I'm saying, the stitching and everything on your hat. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm saying, like that's that usually was our thing. Like me and my brothers, we used to have like fitted fitted cap collections. So you know what I'm saying, we go to the mall, or whatever. And if you see a group of girls, right, you gotta call dibs on whichever one is the one you want. That okay, lets now, people know she's off limits. And let and everybody, this is what two thousand. This is this is between the years of uh, two thousand two and two thousand eight. Yeah, cause we just don't want to let y'all women know like <clears throat> like 
You know what I'm saying? We don't we don't do you know, we don't do that to y'all now. No, but, no, that's not true at all. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. He may not be doing that. He's in a relationship, he ain't doing nothing. Yeah, he's in a relationship, he ain't doing nothing. As a single man, I'm telling you, when we go out, we still call dibs. Yeah, that is yeah, that now is, you call dibs in a multitude of different ways. Everybody got their own way of doing it. You know what I'm saying? Back in the day when we used to go to when we used to go to the mall, we used to say mines. So we see one, we would call out what she got on mines. You know what I'm saying? We might be like uh white t-shirt, you know what I'm saying, white Air Force Ones, pink hat mine. And that's how we would call them out. Now we don't do that. Now we'll be like, hey, you see old girl over there, I'm about to go get on it. You know what I'm saying? Or something like that. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We it's it's a little bit more casual. Now, back in the day, we used to call out what she had on so everybody could get the visual. And then we would say mine. And that was our way of calling dibs. And then couldn't nobody else talk to her until she rejected you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I definitely hear what you're saying. I mean, you know, like that that one situation I was in, you know what I'm saying? My dude was like, yo, it's one that I really want. So there, it's like, all there right. There you go. There you go. All right. That's so, the one you know you cannot you know, yeah. smack on. Yeah, it's like, you know what I'm saying? He called dibs on it. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, I work with the other ones, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And, and, you know, see, see what can happen there. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm with you. The only thing I would say is, I felt that he should have spoke to Gerard before he smashed, or at least, or at least nah, smash. No. Okay, no, okay, okay. At least you go ahead and smash, you get it out of the way, but then mm-hmm. you go ahead and tell him, "Yo, look, let me go ahead and let you know now," because see, they had already kind of formed like a relationship, and but then he told him. Okay, so the relationship part, yes. The smashing part, that's no. You don't. You you ain't never supposed to talk about smashing for real. You know oh, what well, they, unless, they, unless, like in in the instance of Gerard getting with her after the case, I mean, get yeah, getting with her after them, you know, what I'm saying having a little joint or whatever, then you let them know, like, hey man, you know, what I'm saying just let you know, you know, what I'm saying me and her, you know, what I'm saying we had a little thing I smashed, just in case stuff get weird or awkward or whatever, just know that's the energy. But if that's not the case, then first and foremost, Gerard laid everything down. Like you said, he was like, yo, you know what I'm saying? We just friends. She could do whatever she wants, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So she free game. This, that's like, that's like, that's like going into work, right? You go to work and you bring in a basket of apples. I don't know why you would do this, but this is just <laughs> an example I can think of. At the time. So you bring in a basket of apples in the break room, you sit them down, you put a sign on them that says free apples. And then you go, you come in as somebody's grabbing the apple, and then you go, "Nah, man, not that one. That's my apple." Come on, fam, it's a whole goddamn basket to say free apples. How am I supposed to know <laughs> this is your apple? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can't do that, man. Nah, I feel you. I feel you. So, what is a better, like, how do I want to phrase this? What is a better of realizing what you really, really want, right? And mm-hmm. there's two there's two examples that I have, and I want to know which one is better. <clears throat> so first one, obviously, we're doing boomerang. Um, he goes over, he uh, smashes Jacqueline or whatever, comes home late. They get into the big argument, and so after she leaves, he goes over to Jacqueline's again. So he's over there. They're getting into it. And he was like, yo, I just realized – I'm in love with somebody. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yo, so what are you doing here? And he was like, exactly, right? So 
So you got that scene of him getting into it and realizing, like, yo, like, I really, really want Angela, right? Right. The other one, forgetting Sarah Marshall, when he was in Hawaii and he was getting into it with Sarah and he couldn't get hard, and she was like, yo, what's going on? She was like, do you need a little help? He was like, yeah. So she goes down there. She's like, what's wrong? Nothing's wrong. And so she keeps trying again. And then he's like, yo, like, I just realized, like, why I'm not getting hard. Like, I want to be with such and such, mm-hmm. which is a better, like, coming to reality moment. Okay. So I'm going to answer with the petty me first. The petty me first says the Sarah Marshall situation because <laughs> <laughs> because that shit is hilarious. <clears throat> the fact that she topping you off and you know for a fact ain't nothing about to happen. So she doing all this work for no reason. That's, well, that's I don't the, know. I don't know if he, I, I think he really was trying but mm-hmm. I just think no, no, no yeah, with, with him for sure. But I'm just saying like he knew he knew that wasn't better. Once, once she said I need. I mean, once he needed the help, he knew what was happening. You know, as a man, like, yeah, this is not going. Oh, dude, like, I've I've been there before. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, (laughs) I was like, me warmer than that. Yeah, I was just like, I just really don't want to be here with you. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you, you know for sure. As a man, trust me, you definitely know. Um. And it, well, but the but the true answer for me would would definitely probably be out of those two options would definitely be the boomerang option. It's just you know what I'm saying you're doing something that you really don't want to do for real, but you're doing it out of anger, out of spite, and then you come to a realization, you know what I'm saying, like yo, like this ain't right. You know what I'm saying? The truth hits you, like yo, I'm I yeah, I'm doing the wrong thing. So I would I I would definitely say the true option would be the boomerang option, but the petty version of myself would definitely enjoy the Sarah Marshall version. Hey, yo, it was so funny when he started telling her, like, mm-hmm. she gave, I, I don't remember how he said it. I know he didn't call it head. I don't think it was fellatio. <laughs> I think he just said, oh, he said that she put her mouth down there or something like that. <laughs> and, uh, and like, she was so mad. He was just like, but he was trying to tell her, like, yo, I didn't get hard because I know I want to be with you. And, mm-hmm. like, it's, she didn't give a fuck, though. She was like, no, nah. No. Like, I mean, but it was Mila Kunis too. She, she's, she's cold, hey, bro. She real cold. Ever bro. since that '70s show, bro, she's cold, bro. Goodness gracious, cold as ice, bro. I didn't, I'd have forgot Sarah Marshall. I know that much, man. Who you telling? Yeah, but uh, but, but yeah, for sure. Like, and then you got to remember too, like, bro, it was Halle Berry, man. You're not gonna go to Robin Gibbons after being with Halle Berry, man. <laughs> He did though, man. Like, and then, and then the one part I think she knew, and, and it's like everything is cool. But mm-hmm. then when Jacqueline calls and Angela asks for, oh, she like she just came over here for a second. Motherfucker, she been here all week. <laughs> what she talking about? You know that's gonna piss. And then he tried to act like everything was cool. That ain't why she was mad. She wasn't mad because <laughs> he was beating with Jacqueline. To, right. to close the deal, she's mad you because lied, you, man. yeah, you said I don't, I, I came over for a second. Yeah, what do you mean I came over for a second? And then it's Halle Berry. Yeah, man, like, she yeah, can be he, here as long as she wants to. Jacqueline, what do you want? I know, right? No, Put your mama on the phone. <laughs> what are you talking about? 
<laughs> what? Yeah, man. Yeah, he, he he definitely made the right choice at the end of the day. Though. Yeah, for sure, man, for sure. So, um, man, let's go ahead and get into these fire flames, bro. Yes, sir. Yoga fire. Yoga flame. So, man, um, this cast is amazing. Um, we, I mean, we really didn't even get a chance to get into the cast for real. I mean, John Witherspoon, Grace Jones, um, Layla Rashawn, Halle Berry, Robin Givens, David Allen Greer, um, uh, Martin Lawrence, Eddie Murphy. Uh, He's the Campbell, my guy. Yeah, man. I mean, like they, uh, and then and then, yeah, Chris Rock. Salute to Melvin Van Peebles as well because he had something to do with this. Rest in peace. Um, we did an appreciation episode on him, so y'all go check that out. But you know what I'm saying? Like this to me was like one of the one of the pinnacles of Black Hollywood. Well, I don't want to say pinnacles, but one of the pillars of Black Hollywood. Like this movie shows you that it can definitely be done. This is how you do it. This is how you put other people on. This is how you give those opportunities. Making movies like this, they don't always have to be corny gang banging movies or corny, you know what I'm saying, drama movies. It can be a fun movie. It can have, you know what I'm saying, some dramatic things in there. It can have some comedic things in there. You know what I'm saying? You can have the seriousness and the silliness all in one. You can make it a clever, you know what I'm saying, thing. You can have, you know what I'm saying, black people in a great light, all that. Like, this is the blueprint for for those type of movies that we've been, excuse me, clamoring for that we kind of got away from. Um, but once again, man, this is just the brilliance of Eddie Murphy. This is what Eddie Murphy does. These are the type of movies that, you know what I'm saying, we've seen him make time and time again. And and for me, bro, I'm not going to lie, this is a five. I have to agree with you. This is a sure. five for me. The cast was damn near perfect. Like, I, I don't see anybody else that I would have replaced, especially for the, the main roles. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, everybody was picture perfect. Uh, like, I don't, I don't even know what else to say. Like, like Boomerang is just one of those films, like, man, like you said, like, it's really one of the, I mean, fuck being, you know, a black rom-com, but it's just really one of the best rom-coms, like, sure. ever. To ever come sure. out, and you also said it like this is this is a top five movie for Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I know a lot of people. You know, when you speak of Eddie Murphy, you go more of the comedic ones, like Coming to America and Harlem Nights and shit like that. But like this movie has its funny moments. But, oh, it got hella funny moments. Yeah, I, I don't think that that was necessarily like what this film was really quote unquote technically all about, but. This 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 is a great movie. You can, I mean, catch it at any time. Tisha Campbell was fucking hilarious. hilarious. Like the like the little scenes that they gave her was hilarious. Um, even even Chris Rock, man, like, mm-hmm. and he got he got one of all time lines when he was like, well, he got two of them, and, and he just had only like really three scenes. One yeah. of them was like, first the fat boys break up. Now this. <laughs> <laughs> that which, was which was crazy because they end up becoming the famous rap lyric. Yeah. 
And then oh, Jay Z did that, by the way, mm-hmm. people. And um, the other one was he was like, listen, he said, he said, me, I forget what he called them, like me and the po boys or something. Like mm-hmm. he was just saying, like them down in the mayor room got a bet. He was like, so he was like, you know, I'm we did a lot of little wages. So how much longer is it gonna take you to hit that jacket? <laughs> <laughs> and he just walks out. He said, so maybe a week. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I, that was that was hilarious. So even though Chris yeah. Rock didn't have a lot, you know, what I'm saying he 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 found the way to still a scene. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't once or twice. So sure. yeah, man, this this movie, man, you can you can catch it at any point in the movie and just you see it on, you watch it. So uh, yeah, Boomerang, man, is definitely a five for me. For sure, man. For sure. Let's get into this coming soon, man. Yes, sir. Coming soon to own on video and DVD. We have um, top 10 action bad guys. This is going to be super fun. I'm not going to lie. It, yeah. This is going to be super fun. Only because usually when we do top 10 lists, man, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's usually a toss-up on whether we get most of them together or we don't get none of them at all? Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I think we, I think this is, I think maybe 30%. I don't know. I, 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 don't, <laughs> I don't know. know. I, I don't know. We, we, we might get three. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. We might and get a, three. And the only reason I say that is because right, with certain with certain action films, Especially like those older ninety ones, it's kind of hard to really single out the villain. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, because a lot of them, like, it's a bunch of them that really didn't have like a main guy. It just had like a group of dudes. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, like I said, this is this is gonna be fun though. This is one of the ones that I I always enjoy doing for sure. Yeah. This yeah. This is definitely gonna be fun because we could go over so much stuff and then mm-hmm. like you know what i'm saying we could possibly be speaking about 20 movies like yeah really. you know what i mean really. so th- these type of episodes man that's why i was really stressing it man when we were doing our little pr- production meetings it's like yo we mm-hmm. need to give the people a little something different that's not necessarily like the three things that we well the four things that we do like let's yeah. throw another another monkey wrench in there to have a fun episode where we can really show really just like a like, a ton of diversity. Like mm-hmm. I just I think those episodes be the ones where people, you know, listen to it like, damn, like these motherfuckers like really do yeah, this movie shit. Cover like, everything. They do yeah. this movie shit. So yeah, this is gonna be fun, man, to be able to show like, yo, we are all over the place mm-hmm. when it comes to this movie shit. Yeah, for sure. I can't wait to do this one. And I got I, I know one of them that's gonna surprise you. I know for a fact you ain't even thinking about this one. But one of them is definitely gonna surprise you. Well, I'm 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 gonna be I'm gonna be coming. Um, I, I got I got some shit that's gonna be that that, that might that might surprise you. It might yeah. surprise you, but but I don't know though, man. I, I think I think I think my I got a good idea of what my top three is. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying I got to do just a little bit more research. But mm-hmm. I think I I pretty much got that kind of written in pen. I think my top three might shock you. Okay. 
Okay. Can't wait to hear this one. So, um, man, listen, if you guys enjoyed this, man, if you guys hated this or you guys just got a suggestion of what you may want to hear or watch in the future, you can always hit us up on our socials, man, um, on IG and Twitter at View and Nine Pod, And you can also hit us up on Facebook at VA Pod Watch Group. Make sure you follow. Make sure you subscribe and all that good stuff. Um, <clears throat> and once again, man, this is our what fourth video um, that we got up on Spotify. Yes. So remember, video is only on Spotify. So the only way you can watch us is there. You can listen to us everywhere else. So make sure you're subscribing. And make sure you're following us or whatever the button is on whatever platform you're on. You make sure you hit that button. Um, and then as far as myself, man, you can find me on Twitter at Scoots Bronson. I got a link tree in the bio. You can find me everywhere else there. Yep. <clears throat> Y'all can follow me at s.foster8. That's on Instagram and Twitter at 28 Minutes or Less Pod. On IG, I will be having an episode coming soon. I know I've been saying that, but I got an idea of something that I want to do. If I decide to go through with it, it's going to be a little different from the format that I usually do when it comes to the 28 minutes or less. So if I end up doing it, I hope y'all enjoy it. But be on the lookout. That'll be episode 97 when it comes out. But it's on all major platforms. Um, also, you can go back in the catalog, man. I got a, you know, a lot of different diverse things. Um, in the catalog, but also, man, go back in the catalog on this too, man. We got a lot of great material out there. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I've gone back and just listened to some of the old episodes and be like, yo, but like, I forgot we talked about this, I forgot, man. I got off, like, dude, it'd be some, it'd be some stuff where it'd just be like, like the movie might be this, and then we just got. (laughs) <laughs> hung up on something and then like Every we just time. go on a tear but it'd be like yo Every that time. shit was hilarious so go yeah. back in the archives man and check out some stuff even even if it's a movie you never seen mm-hmm. and you see that you type, watch it. yeah you know what I'm saying go back listen to it hopefully we can get y'all to watch it but uh but yeah that's all I got though man cool man um also man listen for those who are watching this and are also fans of football the 4-3 pod is coming back. The Penta pod is on its way back. Um, also, make sure you're following us on Twitter at official 4-3 pod. We also do Twitter spaces as well. So we're trying to give you all some extra content outside of just the podcast. And um, this year we are going to be powered by the Distinctive Drip Network. Shout out to JD. And uh, we're going to have some fun this year, man. This year is going to be super interesting. And um, we revised some things, brought some stuff back. So make sure y'all check that out as well. The 4-3 is coming back. And, um, yeah, man, thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. Um, And we definitely appreciate you guys for tuning in. It's always greatly appreciated at all times. And um, until the next episode, man, like they say in Hollywood, that's a wrap. Okay.